is that Tony? Oh, hello, John. How are you? Yes, I'm fine, thank you, Tony. Uh, obviously, uh, in the confines of my own home, so, you know, as, as well as anyone could be at the moment. Uh, how are you, Tony? I'm all right. I'm, uh, I'm just out in the garden, uh, just pottering around. The bees don't seem to care, do they? How many bees have you got down there, Tony? I've seen the one today. Okay, you've just seen the one bee? Oh, no hives, yeah. I've yeah. the one bee. I've counted two robins. I thought they were very territorial, but uh, not the ones in my garden. Um, yep, yeah, it's going well, the lockdown. I'm so you're enjoying happy. it, Tony? You're, enjoy you're counting robins daily? Yeah, I like, uh, there's always two. Always two. Have you got them uh, caged, Tony, or something? I mean, it's remarkable that you're getting two every day. No, they're not caged. They're just, uh, they're very, um, they're very fat. I feed them on um, suet pudding and things, and they really have a lot of difficulty getting off the ground. Well, it seems like a bit of a waste of what, what is a very good dumpling, uh, makes a very good dumpling suet pudding. Yes, true. I mean, but I've got a lot, I've got a lot in. I've got a lot of suet in. You were one of the flour. famous stockpilers, were you, Tony? Yeah, well, actually, uh, it does me a bit of a disservice because I did my stockpiling piling years ago, really, um, long before this. Oh, so, a survivalist. Um, yes, I'm a survivalist, not a survivalist, really, and uh, you know, because it is, it is the fittest, the survival of the fittest. Well, we've seen, yeah. we've seen a number of very fit players over the years, haven't we, Tony? Oh, haven't we just? Haven't we just? It takes me back. Oh, who do you think is the fittest player you've ever seen play football? Um, well, number one is Ryan Giggs. The man right, could, yeah. the man could run for days, and yeah. It, well, he ran for 90 minutes. And, uh, Usually, most days. Most yeah. days. What about you, Tony? Doesn't it? Oh, oh, well, I don't... Oh, oh, well, oh, very... Oh, hello. Um, well, gosh. I, mean, I, I like the players. I think fitness... You know, when, when somebody's not very fit, and yet they can still put in a lot of work. I, I, quite, I quite like those guys. Matt Letizia, yeah. So Wayne Rooney is a classic example. Chubby little monster he was. I wouldn't call him Gilly. chubby, Tony. I think that's harsh. Well, well, you as I say, you know, you you say chubby, I say marvelous, marvelous physique to him. Um, and that's what you'd probably refer to your uh, your little birds as. Would you marvelous? That's right. Well, I, I like the amount of distance they put in. They, you know, God loves a trier, doesn't he? You know, uh, and that's oh, it's cool. irritating though. After a while, isn't it a trier? Yeah. Well, if they always fail and they whine about it, then yes, but. Uh, if they try, 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 try again. What are, what, what's One probably the biggest they... thing that you're missing at the moment, Tony? Oh, the biggest thing I'm missing? Gosh, uh, I like going to that pub and pouring a nice ale, I think. That's you pour it yourself? Thing. In your uh, local I... pub, do you, Tony? I've yeah, been to your local pub, and I'm pretty sure they had a bar, man. They, they, I mean, they do, but they, they make special recompense for me. You know, I just fling a little 20 on the bar and say, 20 pence or no? A, a pence and say, come on, Andre, let me behind and pour my own. Where's Andre from again? He was, a, he was a fascinating chap, Andre. He made, reminded me of a, a Dimitar Berbatov. He had quite a sort of relaxed but confident demeanor. Yes, he used to be one of the Sandinistas, uh, the um, revolutionary group in South America. Oh, really? Uh, as, a, as a very young kid. Uh, and, uh, he's How got young was Fascinating he? stories. He must have been in the regions of 10 to 11, but, you know, we're used to that kind of thing with, you know, footballers being poached at the age of five, six from there. Absolutely, Lionel oh, Messi being taken off in a truck at seven to Barcelona. I think that's what happened anyway. That's it, yeah. So he, didn't, he doesn't seem to have come off too badly from it. 
I guess. Um, that's, I mean, the, that's what's a big shame at the moment. You know, you used to be able to, uh, you know, wander about and see young lads playing football at the park and you might spot a talent and think, oh, someone's going to be scouting that chap, you know, juggling yeah. the ball on his head and then wanging it in. But now there's no football going on at all. And that's the no. big thing I miss at the moment, Tony. I'm missing football. I miss, uh, I miss even, I dare I say it, I miss, I miss you. Well, oh, that's very, very. I, I miss you. I, I miss you too, John. Oh, um, very nice, you know, Tony. Years and years of uh, building a relationship, watching, you know, watching the pig's bladder be kicked around by twenty-two strapping men. And I you think know, it was always right. lever in our time, wasn't it? Yes, I mean that is true. We're not that old, but no, uh, no. And uh, do you remember our first game, Tony? Oh, oh, there you take me back. You take me back, John. Oh, I don't watch. Well, it was Preston, Preston, Preston North End oh, uh, versus Oldham. Uh, Oldham. Oldham. Yes, absolutely. 1999, up at Deepdale. Was it Deepdale? Oh, I think it was Boundary Park. I think. Oh, the, Boundary uh, Park. Yes. Was, yes, I think it was at Oldham because I think they beat them. Uh, one nil away. They did the double over them that season, if I recall. And that was our first game. Can you remember what you were wearing, Tony? Gosh, I, was, I think I was wearing a, a suede, nice suede little jacket. You were. You were wearing a, It was very bright. Yes, really very bright. And I remember I that my mother was still dressing me at that point. Oh, yeah. So I had a M&S sort of get up, you know, the collar with a quite a smart jumper, which is a very inoffensive uniform. Also... Yeah. Um, had very heavy-looking shoes on, if I recall, John. Yes, I'm not sure whether or not that was my mother's idea to kind of weigh me down with the shoes, yeah. but they were very heavy. They weren't just... They didn't just look heavy. They were actually very, very heavy, and I um, actually got um, very, very fit during that first season because there was often, often there's a lot of steps to get up to the commentary boxes, isn't there? Yeah. And, uh, and because of that... They used to joke about it, didn't What were they made of? Um, they were made of steel. Well, you know, you know you, you, they always say you, you don't miss it until it's gone, do you? And, uh, well, I'm kind of missing it, to be honest. I am missing thinking it, Thinking back Tony. on all the days. Of, thinking back on the days, oh, thinking about oh. the, the drinks, the halftime drinks, the pies, the teas. The, oh, lovely. The coffees, the uh, little Jeffro at um, Queen's Park Rangers. Do you remember him? <laughs> yeah, such a funny little fella. Um, and I remember, uh, what was it, Wayne? Wayne, yes. Um, he, he was, was at Burnley, wasn't he? Yes, he was at Burnley. And he was uh, just the caretaker, was he? I don't know why. He always used to pop into our, into where we were uh, commentating, and he used to just come in and sit down. He did, he did. He did. Well, he felt like he owned the place, didn't he? Because he was there, really. He's part of the furniture, really, because, you know, he was... In fact, we, we were talking about Old Ham, Old Ham and, and, and Preston, and, and Burnley were actually relegated that year. And, and I remember I remember Wayne was, was there. He was devastated, crying in my knee. He was. I was stroking Why was his... he in your knee? Or oh, he was resting on your knee? He was resting on my... He didn't want to watch. He didn't want to watch in that final game. So why was there. he using elevation of your knee to get a higher viewpoint? What? No, I was just sitting. I was just sitting, and, and he, he, he was knew sat on he, your he knee, or was right. his face on your knee? I don't remember this. I was so engrossed in the game, and I was commentating on all the supporters and everything like that. The reaction, I didn't yeah, see this go down. So this is actually fascinating to know what happened there, because I know that you that night went for curry together, didn't you? You and well, Wayne. Yeah, we. I had a. I, I. I can't remember what I had. I think I probably had a corma because I don't really branch out. But I think he had a salon. You don't like spice, um, do you, Tony? No, gosh, no, gosh. I'm as bland as they come. 
Um, but yeah, Wayne, had, he didn't want to watch the end of the game. He knew, he knew the writing was on the wall for Burnley. So he, um, you know, but he, he was in there with us. And he just gently knelt down by my side and put his head in my lap, um, facing out as if he could see the, the game, but he couldn't see the game because the desk no, was the in the way. No, the desk was about uh, weight, just above waist height, stomach height, yeah. I'd say uh, just above, uh, just under the ribs. Just under the yes, just uh, just under the ribs. Although I did have a couple of books, um, I was reading Sartre at the time, so I probably came up nearer to my nipples. But then again, I am shorter than you slightly, so um, you are actually the bottom yes. of your ribs. I've never actually um, boasted about that, but yes, you are slightly shorter than me. Yeah, well, it doesn't make any difference in the commentary books, does it? You know, absolutely. Uh, we're both voices. We're both ambassadors for the sport. We're both two men. It doesn't matter how tall we are. Exactly. What a sport as well. What a and sport. What men. What uh, I might say, what, what a man you are, John, uh, if I might Thank say. you, Tony. Uh, that's all right. You've uh, always yes, had bigger but... muscles than me, Tony, and it's not to get competitive about anything, but um, I may be taller than you, but you've always had a, a thicker set. Um, I've often seen you when you're writing notes down, and um, yes, I always almost worry for the pen. saying they might need a little mini pre-season to start. But I, I actually think they shouldn't. They, I think they should have a big cocktail party beforehand. Um, yes, it would be interesting to see the dust disappearing throughout the 90 minutes. You know, the rust, yeah. the dust, the, uh, the crust, the thrust. <laughs> all of that. All of that. The thrust, the, car, the crust, the cocktail party. The upper parties. crust. Yeah, see them, see them gradually realise that actually they, they should have done a little bit more work in isolation. Um, but, you know, it'll be exciting to see because it might, uh, it'll put the cat among the pigeons, it'll level out the playing field, it'll put the, see who the men and the boys are. And w when you say cat amongst the pigeons, Tony, yes. what does that mean? Um, well, I think it's uh, universally acknowledged, the truth universally acknowledged, that if you put a cat amongst some pigeons, yeah. well, uh, well, what cat happens? Will, well, the cat will probably try and kill the pigeons. Right. Um, so obviously that's again, a negative to put a cat amongst the pigeons is, is, is obviously a negative. Yes, well, you'll see, see all the pigeons scatter and there'll be a lot of movement. It'll be quite exciting. Have you ever seen a little boy in the park try and kick a pigeon? I yes, have. I, I have. Yes, yes. I've, uh, I've seen my daughter try and kick pigeons. There we go. I mean, I don't know why they're natural enemies. No, exactly. Pigeons. I don't have a uh, problem with them, but, but I imagine that some cats also don't have a problem, in which case that phrase would be redundant. Well, maybe in that case, I mean, I guess you might get a slightly more aggressive strain of pigeons some days as well. And if there were lots of pigeons, one very humble, non-violent cat, peace-loving cat, a house cat perhaps outside in the wild for the first time, surrounded by 30 bloodthirsty pigeons who just... It could be the opposite. In their, I mean, it could be the opposite. Could, you, that could be balls of fur and meowing. and Oh, God. Who owns that cat? Like, poor cat. Poor owners. Poor yeah. cat. Most of all, That's the poor it. cat, but obviously the owners also... Um, or maybe this gets into a conversation about should pets be allowed? Well, I think we're very uh, animalist in our culture, aren't we? We are, so, we are, Tony. And I, I sometimes, um, you know, I sometimes don't like that so much. Uh, I think no. um, we've conditioned our animals to be like ourselves. And uh, 
as we've seen in recent years, perhaps a lot of us aren't actually that nice. Um, And so therefore you're creating quite shitty little animals. Yes. I mean, that's also true. And they take after their owners, don't they? Yes, they do. They reflect them. Yes. Yes. But that's the thing, you know, I mean, I'm a big meat eater. And somebody said to me the other day, you know, would you eat puppy? And I said, speaking nothing of it. I said, yes, of course I would. What? And they looked at me aghast. And I thought, well, well, it's just an animal, isn't it? We eat horses. So you would eat, Um, uh, you would eat a puppy, Tony? Yeah, probably. I mean, if push comes to shove, although at the same time, this whole coronavirus was uh, was caused by somebody eating a yummy little pangolin, wasn't it? So, um, is the pangolin a bat? Was it a bat or a pangolin? But, uh, I believe it passed from a bat to someone else, to something else, and then they ate that. But um, who knows how it happened? But um, yes, a pangolin. I'm not sure. Is the pangolin a type of bat? No, pangolins are kind of little uh, armadillo-esque kind of creature. Someone was eating that, were they? Yeah, apparently so. What with? Pitta bread? Pangolin in pitta. pitta maybe. maybe. Pitta pangolin. Panga pit. What are you calling it? Panga pit? How much are you charging for this, Tony? Oh, I don't know. I'd say five five pounds fifty at a at a going rate at, at a, a little stall in Glastonbury, which has also been cancelled. Uh, so it's uh, you're going to do the festivals with Panga Pit, was it Panga Pit? Panga Pit, I think working title, yeah. Panga Pit, and it's oh, no. armadillo in sort of a, a pita bread. What's served in there? Because you're obviously not just going to have armadillo. No hummus, uh, rocket, rocket, yeah. Maybe um, some sort of like um, no coleslaw or uh, sort of uh, chopped, finely chopped uh, salad. Pickle kind of thing. Yes, and you, these would be all options: garlic, mayonnaise, perhaps. Yes, yes. Hummus, uh, olives, maybe. Okay, so five fifty is quite a. Um, obviously, the festival market they are quite expensive these things, but I guess five fifty is quite a low for that end. But obviously, people don't know what armadillo meat tastes like, so. Um, I think I'd come in low. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to come I'm in very, low. I mean, I, I I'm not doing much uh, with with my. Uh, you know, this is a retirement plan, really. So I'd, I'd, I've already saved up quite a lot of money, so I could subsidise the first three, four years of going to Glastonbury with it. Right. I think. So you, you, mm. your heart's quite set on Glastonbury. Have you seen a gap there, or? Well, I haven't been. I've never been. So. Um, oh. So I thought I'd go. You know, not really my scene. Don't particularly like camping. Don't particularly like music. But it's uh, quite. So a lot of but you'd about quite it, like to sell armadillo there. Yeah. Well, pangolin. Pangolin. Although you come, you hit on a very good. Um, I imagine the maybe, price maybe of pang- this, this is quite a smart idea because I imagine the price of pangolin is going to absolutely plummet at the moment. Yes, and so that's what was that part of your reasoning that you're going to swoop in and get very very cheap pangolin. I think the supply lines will be difficult, but the there will be a lot of supply, and it will be cheap as chips. Right, I believe. and uh, will you be serving chips? Potentially, maybe sweet potato chips. Sweet potato or chips, but more sort of something. carb-free. Well, it's not carb-free. They do have carbs in, but uh, it's seen as something which is uh, better for you. But I actually think that uh, the, whatever so it, you don't think it's as good. You no, no, it the, is as good. I think potato. I prefer the standard potato. I think it's yeah. been overlooked by some of these subsidiaries, these uh, sweet potato bits and bobs and uh, all that. But uh, I actually think the traditional potato. You put a bit of paprika on there. Put whatever you want on there. Don't. 
muck about what's with it. What's your What's your favourite uh, potato dish? Is potato as the as the star of the dish? Uh, how How would you have it? Would you have a dauphinoise or would you have a baked? If you had a baked, what would you have on it? I think um, if I was going to have a bake, I'd probably have a uh, prawn marie rose. Oh, lovely! And if I was going to have uh, any type of potato, dolphin, what, dolphin, is it dolphinoise or dolphinoise? Dolphin, 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 yeah, dolphinoise, yeah. So it's like a dolphin without the L, dolphin. Uh, dolphin, D-A-U-P-H-I-N-O-I-S-E, I always remember it. French, Because you think of a dolph, yes, think of a dolph and then a noise. And then the black. I think my problem with the dolphin, well, why I wouldn't choose so that, is it, it, it's just too creamy. It's, it's uh, quite creamy. It's very rich and, uh, yes, yeah, very nice once in a while when you're perhaps, I don't know, on a romantic weekend and you're having... Fire raging. Fire raging. It's absolutely... It's getting out of control, that fire. <laughs> but it, could somebody stop it? Someone needs to stop it and then you think, definitely what? Duffin potatoes. I, I could just I could murder it. some duffin well, potatoes right now whilst this fire gets out of control. Oh, so yeah. yeah. I hadn't kicked those embers out into onto this uh, very posh looking rug. Rug. Maybe I should just. It's, a, should it's just... a classic image of a trip away to Paris, isn't it? Oh, duffin really is. potatoes, a raging fire, panic ensuing. Um, yeah. Yes. Oh, exciting! Oh. Exciting! Exciting! Romantic! Romantic! Um, Yes, no. So my potato of choice would probably be uh, roast. I don't oh, think you can yeah. go right, w- wrong with a roast potato. It's just delicious. Um, as long as you get I it agree. right. Don't put too much flour on it. Some people are obsessed with this flour on it. Uh, and, uh, my late, uh, not my late mother, she's still alive, but my mother, uh, she puts a lot of flour on the potatoes. And um, mm. I'm not knocking her, you know, she's a beautiful woman. Uh, inside and out. <laughs> But it comes out very, very muggy, doesn't it? Like gummy, very gummy. Uh, yes, very uh, muggy. Too much flour. It gets a little bit dry, and you then you almost need to put um, something on it, and then that makes it soggy and it ruins it. You know, it, um, it, it, it's, a, it's a bit like um, it's just too floury. Like dauphinoise, yeah. Bit, uh, yeah, different okay. to dauphinoise. There's no fire, but um, That's true. there is a sogginess to the uh, the texture. Um, the secret is the hot oil, isn't it? Oil. Yes, and I think, you know, I think what we're really saying is that we both really miss football, isn't it, Tony? Yes. I think... Well, it's been nice to have a distraction from the not... Missing from it. The not, from yes. the knowing that I'm not watching football, yeah. Yeah, earlier today I went for my uh, early morning exercise, uh, my daily exercise, uh, once mm. a day, and I was running around and I noticed a number of people were running and talking at the same time, Tony, yes. on their phones. And, oh, right. Uh, yes, which I find... Um, I don't think I could do that because I, uh, it would create... I mean, we could try it. Um, we could try that, actually, uh, next time, maybe, uh, next time we speak. Uh, but um, Exercising whilst, yes. Yes, because I was thinking... I, yes, I was thinking to myself when I was seeing them doing this, I was thinking, that, that's probably going to be quite a difficult conversation, isn't it? You know, you're constantly breathing heavily. It's, uh, it's, it's like doing two things at the same time. And then I suddenly, I'm not very good at multitasking. Not exactly. Very good at multitasking. But then, Tony, think about it. Think about what we've been doing for the last 20 years of our lives. We've been commentating whilst also watching a game. We've been multitasking. And that's what I was thinking. I, I was knocking it at first. I thought, why on earth are you speaking to someone whilst running? Are you crazy? And then I thought, no. I am he, she, I am 
them <laughs> because I've been doing the same thing with you, Tony, for the last 20 years. Well, this is that's is very true, isn't it? And this is these are the kind of times for existential thoughts of why am I here? What's my purpose in life? What can I do? What skills have I have I arranged in my long, long life? And you know, there aren't any really real conclusions. But I think it's good to think of these things. And yeah, also, I think it's you good know, to think of them, and then don't think of them for too long, though, Tony, because obviously. If you get to the assessment that I imagine that you've got and I have got, which is there aren't many, then um, you don't want to think about it more. I get to the point where I'm just ready to think about how distressing it is, Tony, uh, John, and then I um, I say to myself, Tony, and um, you're getting too too deep in, down this rabbit hole. Yes. And I've put on a bit of YouTube, and what I like to do is I have what? three different uh, well I have three different uh, browsers up usually, and I like to. Um, just get up pictures of uh, Rude Hullet, uh, Bertie Boats, uh, Jürgen Klinsmann. Oh, Klinsmann. To name, to name three. Um, just um, anybody that I think is similar in my head. And I yes. just like to flick through them all and think, yep, you are similar. Uh, you are similar. That is a lovely, yes, lovely are. game, Tony. game that first time we ever commentated together the uh, Preston North End Oldham Athletic game um, what, a, what a time to be alive for two young lads we we uh, we really did our research didn't we Tony yes I mean I knew so much about uh, Graham Alexander I, you know and he's just he's just one of the defenders for Preston and you know I yeah, you took that a bit research. far you took that a bit I far followed him around yes. I knew everything yes. about and that was the point where I remember having to say to you yeah I, I had to say to you during that do you remember that when when I yes we went for a drink yes oh well, you know I still remember what Graham Alexander sounds like when he sleeps <laughs> when I spent, spent that one yeah, evening Tony. in his wardrobe and I was just listening to him he's got a very cute little story yeah, yeah. actually Tony, Tony, kind of Tony. I don't think we should be talking yeah. about that now um there was a chat that you I don't know if you remember us having but uh you'd had quite a few to drink and I sat you down and I said this has gone too far if you don't stop this Tony the police are going to get involved and I don't I do think remember that and I don't think saying it now, they can open cases back up. Just to let you know that, Tony. And I, I, I think if Graham Alexander does hear this, yes, he'll wonder why some of the things that happened during that happened, and he'll start to put two and two together, and it will be you that feels the brunt of it. I don't know what he's up to now, um, and I hope you don't. I really hope you don't. I think he's managing, isn't he, uh, Graham? I think Graham's managing. I, I'm assuming he's still got the same snore pattern. But I wouldn't know, of course. I good, good, good. A long good, time good. ago, good, as far as anybody good, else knows. Right. So, uh, I think, uh, yes, uh, it's been a nice chat, Tony. Uh, what, what, what are you going on for the rest of the day? I'm going to um, open a whiskey bottle, a little bit of Lafrague, 
What time and, are you starting uh, at the moment? That, that, that's kind of one of the big conversations I've been trying to work out. What time do we start? Uh, well, I well, there's two two answers to your question, really. Um, one is don't stop potentially. The other is uh, it's five o'clock somewhere. So. Um, right. I usually. So I you usually have, have no barriers, work. is what you're saying. I'm tending to try and just do it with dinner, and then as I sit on the sofa and recline, I just uh, then I'll think about some anecdotes. I'll put in some old football games, some commentaries, and uh, sometimes I'm just putting on old radio commentaries of games, and I'm finding that nice. very nice to just relax and sit back into my chair, put my feet up, and just sip on the. Uh, on the grape, um, the infused, the alcoholic grape, the wine. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's interesting that before before all this started, I, you know, when I got home, I used, to, I used to listen to, I don't know, Vivaldi or old reruns of the African Cup of Nations or the Cup of America, something that I wasn't involved in, you know. Yes, yes, but something now, to take your now, mind off um, something else. Exactly, and but now I listen to you know the games that we commentated on, and you know uh, it brings me back, and you know I like to keep up yes, with it. You know, I it's fascinating to, I how back to all of our commentary this season, and you know I oh, thought I was selfish in normal life, but in isolation I'm really thinking about myself a lot more, and I'm fascinated with all the things that I've done now, um, which is I don't know if that's a good thing, but it does make you uh, think about yourself a lot. I'm finding Tannic. Yes, I mean, well, we're all we're all selfish, uh, selfish creatures at the end of the day, aren't we? You you have one life, you live it, you die. But then at the same time, you know, our favourite sport of all time, football, it's a team sport, and life ultimately getting through and past this virus, beating it one nil away, is going to need uh, a collective effort. That's it. I mean, it might be it might be a little a little scientist from Timbuktu at right back who just passes it down the wing to to a French surgeon who jumps into the midfield who dribbles past somebody and then passes it to another scientist oh. right in the goal. John McEnroe. John McEnroe. What is it? Is it his hand? Is it his leg? I don't know. But he's he's tripped. He's stole. Oh, it's a goal! It's a wonderful goal, and they found the cure for vaccine. Oh, what a wonderful day. We can hope for that big old world global goal. The global goal. The global goal we're all wanting to see scored. Great, I'm going to play the similarities game. Yes, absolutely. That sounds fun, and uh, maybe don't... Phil Brown and Phil Brown and Sean Dyche. Oh, two absolute stalwarts of uh, grit and uh, determination, and dust yourself down, run out there, and and put your put your shin pads on the line for the lads. That's what we should do, isn't it, John? Yeah. Well, right. Enjoy putting your strapping on your. Shin Lovely pads. to talk to you, Tony, and uh, I'll speak Always to you soon. Pleasure. All right. Bye bye. Bye. Look after yourself. Hello, little Robert.